I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Congrats on the victory. Um, you. Being a team, uh, even though they're in the first year, have been really the talk of MLS in a lot of circles. Um, and here you all are really in the thick of the playoff race at this current point in time. Um, do you feel you know more people should be talking about RSL at this current point in time, or are you just kind of going out there one match at a time? Yeah, yeah. I think you know we can't control what, what others on the outside um, say about us. Um, I think the focus has always been internally. And really, and you say take it one game at a time, and I think it's accurate, you know, because when we were losing a lot of games early on, it wasn't an emotional response. It was really about progress and taking and taking every game and trying to get one game better on, on both sides of the ball in transition. Um, and now, you know, I, I think we've improved drastically, um, switching players up, you know, in this in this long stretch of what's like seven seven weeks of, uh, you know, three games in, in a week. Um, and the guys are stepping in and doing a fantastic job. And, um, you know, I give a lot of credit to the the spirit of the group, the the culture that the guys um, operate in and the belief that they have in one another. And, uh, you know, along with getting results, I think we're playing, um, you know, we're playing uh, some, some great football and managing games the right way. Um, so just really proud of the progress of the group and, um yeah looking forward to the weekend and uh yeah i got gotta ask you about diego uh a great great performance for him um i'm sure one of those players that has been kind of in your spotlight as one of those players that has really developed and really shown that he he belongs in this league yeah i think you know i think you know diego carries a lot of pressure you know i think the the media um, everyone on the outside is always pushing um, for Diego to 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 get more minutes. Um, you know, we we watch him train every day. He's got an unbelievable skill set, um, and I, I think the uh, the U twenty tournament really gave him a load of confidence. And 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 really, you know, uh, talk, talking to Mikey, they they literally built a team around him. Um, and you know, being an attacking player in our setup. Um, the most important thing is 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 the output, right? And 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 the final product. And I think the 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 pressure of that 
um, and him carrying that was released when he scored that first goal. And and with that goal came a ton of confidence. His decisions in in the in, you know in the run of play, um, his combinations out wide centrally were really good. Created uh, another couple of good opportunities for his teammates. Um, and, and one of the things that we keep talking with Diego about is 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 just shooting because he gets in great spots. He's got a, he's a, he's, a, he's a very good finisher. Um, but I think this game will definitely um, you know build some confidence and in, in he plays and um, there's no doubt that you know he, he's going to be a, a fantastic player um, but like everything else it, it takes time and it takes and, and experience um, is 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 created by going through a lot of hardships and he wasn't getting a good run of games uh, prior to him leaving and now he started the last couple and, and has played extremely well so um, couldn't be happy for the young man he's doing great um, and and was uh, you know instrumental in the result tonight and then last one real quick um i believe it's five unbeaten in a row for you all um so the message you hear in this league is you can't get too high or too low how does the team really balance their emotions even in this good run of form you know i think we just go back to our ethos we want to be we want to be dogs um we want to be guys that work extremely hard for one another um and 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 when we do that, the quality shines through. Yeah, you know, Dami Krylak, Diego Chang coming into the game, Danny Musaski putting forth a great effort. The guys in the midfield, the back line, Gavin. Um, it's it's really about working hard for one another. And, and so um, when you think about it in those kind of terms, you can never get too high or too low. It, it's about commitment. It's about belief in what we're doing. It's and then it's about going out there and executing. You know, so. Um, again, I, I don't think uh, what people were saying about us when, when we weren't winning games uh, affected the locker room, although it was a difficult time as, as, as professionals to go through those times. But I think those moments are, are making this team a bit more resilient and, and the belief is there. So um, we'll continue to be dogs. We'll continue to work extremely hard for one another and uh, hopefully continue getting good results. All right, Pablo, congrats. Safe travels home. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Caleb, we'll move to you. Awesome. Uh, just, just going back to talking about St. Louis real quick. Um, it was almost exactly three months ago that you guys dropped one at home to them uh, 4-0 and then to come back and t- kind of take the fight to them. Um, how, how did it feel to kind of be able to turn around and, and, and have that performance again against this particular team? And then I'm just curious, like, what did you see on the field from your guys tonight that was different from three months ago? Well, I think early on in the season, we were dealing with a lot of variables that were kind of outside our control. We had a couple of guys that weren't available because of visa issues. We, we you know, Bear, I think, got his first start that game. Um, There's a lot of, um, like I said, variables that that I think affected the group. And now, you know, we got Pablo back and obviously Vera has, has got a great run of, of games, uh, feeling comfortable playing alongside Jay Glad. And really, you know, I think the biggest difference was finishing, right? And and I think we've talked about that when we when we're not scoring goals, it's not from a lack of creation or a lack of drive. It's just a lack of execution in the final third. And I think tonight, the biggest difference is we took our chance as well and uh, and, and managed the game from a point of 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 you know being ahead on the on on the uh, scoreboard. So um, a real big credit to the to really the resilience of the group, the the real execution of the plan. And more importantly, managing the uh, the winning minutes of the game, um, w- w- you know, and it, for me, it was it, it looked like an experienced group out there managing. And we've talked about this incessantly um, when we do have a lead, how we manage moments. And, you know, you have guys like Elijah and Moses and Bodie and Emeka um, right in the thick of it. And so young players get some great experience in managing in 
important moments that are impossible to replicate in training. And then lastly, you uh, mentioned Danny Masovsky as kind of one of those guys that, that has shown through a little bit. I was looking at the schedule and it, it seems like kind of a little bit of this turnaround coincided with when he started to get some more minutes and some more starts. What is it about Danny you think that, that has uh, helped th- this team uh, maybe both on and off the field? Yeah, no, I think Danny is um, really playing with a lot of confidence, which is something that I think he lacked when he first came to the club. And, and most of that had to do with his injury that he was dealing with. And so coming to a new team and, 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 and you know, not being able to fit in immediately because of injury, I think, was a, was a tough situation for him. And it happened again in the preseason. Um, but Danny was a player that we identified that, that was, you know, a goal threat, um, that was a good a pressing forward who's good with his back to goal combines. Um, and, uh, you know, I think once you hit the back of the net as a striker, uh, all those uh, fuzzy feelings come back. And and uh, I think, you know, the open cup was an important moment for him um, to get up to speed, to feel confident about his game. And now, you know, he's, 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 he's dangerous for us because in our setup, we need one of our strikers always running in behind and he's willing to do the dogged work uh, to stretch the defense um, for whoever he's playing with. In this case, it was Dami. Um, but those runs often go unknown, very nuanced, but it's huge in creating space. And I think, you know, I think the second goal, it might've been, uh, you know, second or third goal, his ability to really combine and, or, um, run in behind has been so effective and, and given Dami the space that he needs to, to finish. And so I think he's been an all around, uh, great striker for us, great mentality. And he's part of a lot of confidence. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Alex, we'll go to you. Hey, Pablo, real quick, I just want to throw a, a, a stat at you. Um, in the last nine away from home, you guys have won seven and drawn two. How does that feel for you as a manager to just be able to go out on the road and, and compete and have such great results? No, it feels, it, it, it feels really good. And I think a byproduct is that, of that is we don't set up differently at home than we do away. Um, we have the same same style of play we and, and we're always looking at ways to to disrupt our opponent's defense um and so i think it's a lot about our mentality as a team and and like i said we use every game to get one game better whether it's home or away and we don't want to change and, and obviously when you're playing with against rowdy crowds like we did in austin you know it's dc and tonight and in st louis it, there's there's an emotional impact but the guys have stayed the course have been really disciplined really focused and working really hard for each other. And, and again, those are the, the, you know, you think you're at home and you can take the, the, your foot off the gas as far as the, the mentality and the dogged work. 
And, and that's why I think we've been successful on the road is because the guys that step on the field understand what it takes to win games. And it doesn't matter if you're home or away. It's not easier at home as it is away. It's the same game. It's the same size fields. Um, the only benefit is having the crowd. But the onus is still on you to go out and bust your tail for one another um, and believe like we like we we have uh, in order to get results. And so I ask you this now coming home on Saturday, uh, you guys have Minnesota on the weekend. They're a team who's also been pretty solid on the road. Well, um, what are you guys expecting and looking forward to the, uh, this weekend's match against Minnesota? Well, again, I think for us, again, um, nothing changes. We got to be we got to be dogs and, and we got to we got to win the, the individual battles. We got as a collective, we got to be you know, we got to fight harder than them. We got to play better than them. We got to be more technical than they are. Tackle, we, we got to put together a, a good plan as to how to exploit their, their defense. But at the end of the day, um, it's, it's about belief and belief in one another, belief in the work. Um, and um, yeah, so, you know, that, that's the mindset. I think the guys clearly understand the, the mentality that they've had on the road. And now we just got to parlay that to a, a very good performance with the same mentality at home. Perfect. Thank you, Pablo. Yep. Sean, we'll finish with you. Yeah, Pablo, I just wanted to ask about Demir because he gets the brace tonight um, and then has that ridiculous dummy to set up Diego's goal. And each time after each goal, he immediately ran over to celebrate with somebody else, even when he did score. The, the seeing success like what like what Demir went through tonight strike a little bit harder because of everything that he's been through and also how selfless he's been with this club the last couple of years. Yeah, Sean, I, I think he's been he's been a consummate pro going through a, a really difficult stretch in his career um, and in games where he hasn't played. He's been so supportive of the group uh, coming into games um, and, and tonight starting and playing what I feel like is his most complete game of the season on, on both sides of the ball. And, and what Dami brings is this aura of leadership that that can't be at times it's heard, but it's felt, you know, and, and going on the road, you need experienced players in and among some of the younger guys that we have to really so that they, they can look up and see this guy's been there in the trenches. Uh, he knows what it takes. I'm going to follow Dami. And, and so when, when he finishes, when he gets his, you know, when he, when he gets his uh, brace, um, it doesn't change who he is. He's the same human being, um, whether he plays or whether he, you know, contributes like he did tonight. And, and that is a testament to his character and his leadership ability. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.